Hello, my dear listener, and welcome to Is This It podcast, where I explore and dive deep into topics of mindset, purpose, happiness, and more. My name is Dana, and I'm a podcast host and a mindset coach, and my mission is to help people lead more fulfilling lives by embracing their potential, learning to cut the noise, and focus on what truly matters to them. If you are enjoying this podcast, don't be shy to follow, rate, and share with someone you think could benefit from it. I also have a Patreon page where you can show your support, access bonus content, and be a part of the podcast making process. I'm introducing new solo episodes where I unpack various topics that are often coming up for my coaching clients, but also friends, family, and pretty much anyone else I know. You can see these as mini actionable coaching sessions. Let me know if you like this format and if you've gained any value from it. My dear friends, apologies, I am a little bit sick, so my voice is showing it. (laughs) Nonetheless, I'm here for you also this week, this Wednesday, and I want to dedicate today's episode to confidence, a cornerstone to success in romantic relationships, as well as career, friendships, hobbies, and even health. Being confident is a highly valued and sought after quality in any social interaction. People seem to gravitate towards the charismatic, eloquent, positive, and open-hearted individuals that exude confidence and are seemingly unbothered by the obnoxious little insecurities that plague the rest of us mere mortals when we enter a room where we don't know anyone. Let's not forget that fear of public speaking tops the fear of death for many people in the world. Yes, you heard me right. People would rather die than have the pressure of speaking in front of a crowd. I'm not saying that you wouldn't be nervous to get in front of a stage if you were confident, but it certainly would help you. One of the most common complaints about women I hear from my male coaching clients is dealing with their insecurities because it becomes a constant battle uphill where they need to prove their feelings and intentions on a daily basis just because their partner lacks confidence in their own worth. I could stay here all day advocating for various use cases and benefits for confidence, but I think there's no much need for that. You already know it. So let's get down to business and let me share some tips to build your confidence levels today. So first off, for simplicity's sake, it's worth categorizing confidence in two groups. Self-confidence, and confidence with other people. So level one, self-confidence, is the root system you want to nurture in order to see fruits and flowers later on in form of your confident interactions with others. Self-confidence is all about how you feel about yourself on daily basis. There are no shortcuts here, and if you don't feel confident now, don't expect to snap your fingers, pop a magic pill, and have Brad Pitt charisma overnight. Then again, good news is that it's a skill that you can easily build over time by following some of these simple tips. So, number one is be kind to yourself. I know you might have heard this before, and this might make you wince if you're a perfectionist, hard on others, even harder on yourself type of person. And trust me, I've been there. But this is your chance to shine. This is one of the very few things in life you have 100% control over. 
Your ability to influence and change your inner voice, the one that's in your head 24-7, either passing harsh judgment or, if you train it, supporting, nurturing, and encouraging you, will be the defining factor in your day-to-day wellness and happiness levels, as well as your long-term ability to achieve your goals in a sustainable and enjoyable way. Yes, you might get there with a harsh lash-whipping tyrant in your head as a companion, but how many years of life lost due to stress and stress-induced health issues will it cost you? Wouldn't it be nicer if your daily companion was your number one fan that always knows the right words to say to cheer you on? Start retraining your inner voice step by step. First, when you notice uneasiness or stress in your body, notice what recurring thoughts are going through your head in that moment. Chances are you are stuck in a negative thought loop. Once you notice it, break it by asking a positive, empowering question instead. For example, what if it works out better than I thought? What if this is the thing that will put me on track to achieve my next big goal? What can I learn from this? How can this be good for me? What could I do now to make the situation better? Aside asking these questions, you want to get in the habit of cutting yourself off whenever you speak or think ill of yourself. Thoughts seep into words, words seep into actions, and actions shape your reality. Therefore, be very vigilant of what thoughts you allow to constantly play out in your head. Now, another thing you can do as a self-love practice is praise yourself. We are so thirsty for approval and kind words because so many of us had to earn it as young kids, listening to your parents, getting good grades in class, finishing a project well enough at work as an adult. Wouldn't it be great to take things into your own hands and decide yourself what things about you are praiseworthy? Every time you did something you had set out to, every time you exhibited and acted in alignment with your core values and principles, did something good or just look nice, or actually on the contrary, when you are a mess, but that's also fine because you love yourself no matter what, all these instances are great occasions to give yourself a little praise, a compliment, a nice word, because why the hell not? You deserve it. You decide when, for what, how you want to be praised. You're not so dependent on others sharing their approval for you anymore. In short, by being nice to yourself on a daily basis, you take back control of your self-worth and mood and create a more positive quality of life overall as you're constantly in company of a kind, loving, and compassionate presence that's there to support you and love you unconditionally. Now, if you want to amp it up, you can add daily affirmations spoken in front of a mirror, spoken to self during a meditation with your eyes closed, written in your journal every morning. You can stick them on your post-its around the house or on your vision board. Find whatever works best for you. Next thing you can do to build confidence is have real life proof that you are good at something. 
There's a thing called competence confidence loop, which simply means that the more you do something, the better you get at it. The better you get at it, the more confident you get. The more confident you get, the more you want to do it. And the more you want to do it, the better you get, and so on. Now, in practical terms, what that means is, first, recognize that you are good at something. And no one is good at everything. Sometimes, when we start a new thing, job, are an unfamiliar environment, it's easy to feel insecure and inadequate. And that's precisely when it is important to remember that even the best in the world once started at level zero. The most genius successful people are excellent at a handful of things and really quite bad at all others. <laughs> so equipped with patience, you want to put yourself to test. If it is feeling confident about your body, you want to practice the self-love tools I mentioned followed by some physical exercise or nutritional plan that will get you closer to your desired form. If it is confidence to express your emotions, you can find role models that you see expressing themselves to others freely and be celebrated for it. Then practice in front of a mirror and then with someone you trust dearly. If it is negotiating a promotion, you want to start by negotiating discounts in a store then practicing Chris Voss negotiation techniques with a friend. Whatever it is, it's important to start with baby steps. See results and improvements, and then build on that. You don't want to put yourself in a place of such a big competence gap that you become discouraged and never try again. Equally, you don't want to be stuck just thinking about it or reading about it. Small, consistent, incremental action will take you very, very far. Now, finally, a very important and perhaps the most important thing in order to be confident and for others to feel it a mile away is the notion or feeling of self-worth. You have to love yourself and you have to appreciate yourself. How, you'll say? You have to know what you bring to the table. Any proverbial table as soon as you enter the room. What? makes you great? What are your great qualities? And some of you might say, well, I got nothing. Well, I most definitely challenge you on that. Sit down with a pen and paper and write down a list of things you're good at. You like doing, you've been praised for being good at. Everyone's good at something and you have to be proud of those things that make you you, that make others appreciate you and that you yourself like about you. Maybe you tell funny stories and make people laugh. Maybe you're the most organized person in your circle and always make incredible itineraries during holidays. Maybe you have an excellent memory and are the real-life dictionary for all that know you. Or you have a really kind and empathetic heart. Whatever it is, be proud of it and enter any room with that quiet, ever-present feeling of enoughness and worthiness granted to you by no other than yourself. That, my friends, is where self-confidence comes from. Once you nail the self-confidence part, being confident with others will come naturally to you. After all, when you are comfortable with yourself, others will be too. What's more, your confidence and self-acceptance will instinctively give permission to others to be themselves. A presence that everyone appreciates and looks for. So you will attract more people simply by being you. Magic, right? 
On a more superficial level, yet still important, you want to look the part as well. Whether dress to impress mentality is for you or not, one thing is sure. First impressions are important. So you want to take care of your hygiene and be clean and well-groomed at all times. You can have your unique quirky style, but general cleanliness and attention to detail shines through and leaves a good impression on anyone. Think fragrance, nail and hand care, no creases or stains. Really? I'm talking the bare minimum, but you'd be surprised. (laughs) You never know who you'll meet and where, so you want to be presentable at all times. Besides, always leaving a house nicely dressed, even if you're going to a supermarket, just adds to your overall feeling of self-worth. Because who are you doing it for? Yourself. Why? Because you're worth it. Another thing you should always wear is a smile and a great posture. These two simple things will save you even if you've forgotten what I just told you and accidentally left your house wearing a sack of potatoes. Yes, I actually mean it. If you lead with a radiant smile and a confident upright posture, people will naturally be gravitating towards you. Now, to finish, I want to share with you a little secret that has helped me make friends all over the world, excel in my sales career, feel at home in any place I go to, and feel comfortable speaking to anyone anywhere about anything on the spot, and never be phased by anyone no matter their status, fame, or accomplishments. That secret is very simple. When you interact with someone, make sure you interact with them on a human level. Way before thinking about their job title, their net worth, religion, or political stance, you should seek to connect on a more basic, human level. That means connecting on an energetic, personal level. You bring yourself, your energy, and good intentions. Intentions to connect, learn about the other person and their unique journey, and have a good time together. And trust me, it's going to be hard finding people you won't connect with and find common language with. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for you to put these things to practice. Let me know if you found this useful and if you'd like to receive useful tips to improve your day-to-day life, sign up for my newsletter. And if you like this episode but feel like you want me to go deeper in the topic and help your specific case, You can book in a discovery call to work with me as a one-on-one coach. Thank you and see you next week.